Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. Forget about your rights. Forget about what's fair. Forget all the rules of etiquette you've ever learned. The average bicycle weighs 25 pounds. The average motor vehicle weight 2,500 pounds. Your job is to avoid getting into an accident, not to prove that you were within your rights after you've been involved in one. That's right, you're listening to the Arabug Radio Show here at 3CR, Radical Radio. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now. Amy's losing her voice a little bit there. She's been in Madrid for a couple of days. It is a lovely, sort of funny summer's morning out there this morning today in Melbourne land. A slight bit of drizzle, but the riding is fine. Faith? Good morning, Val. Welcome to the show again. <laughs> and we have a wonderful guest as well. We're not sure wonderful yet, but Phil, welcome aboard. Well, thanks for having me on. You can be the Bob Trailer behind the our tandem today. Okay, <laughs> and if you get a flat, just start swinging the tail. That'll be good. We've got a big show coming up. I'm going to talk about uh, a few things, mostly about... Um, the use of electric bikes, mm. and a little bit on news and events. And of course, our signature moment for this wonderful conversational show, the w- bike moment. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit rusty on the, uh, on the uh, panel today. Anyway, it's good. That um, was a bit harsh, that quote. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm always nice and not, light. Not um, mm. light and fluffy, you know, feel-good sort of bicycle things. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back in a minute, I'm telling you. Faith, you got a bike moment to share with us? Um, well, oh, mate, yes, yes, <laughs> now that I've thought about it. Um <laughs> I, I guess it's just one of those things. Um, we've had a few warm showers, guests staying lately, ah. which has um, just been a nice little 
we've had a period of not having them as often and, and, you know, as you do, you sort of have other things on your mind or other people staying or you just want the space yourself. And um, so we've had a nice little um, spate of families, often very small families on bikes who are touring Australia or the world and um, some a Canadian couple who came from Vancouver and uh, knew half of... Melbourne City planners, so uh, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, of course, there's a connection between Melbourne City Council and Canada, of course. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's been uh, there's been a few good bike moments there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, Phil. There was an Upper New York State um, representative who once called the traffic czar of New York City a member of the international well-funded. Bicycle lobby group. Oh, no. Yes. Well, in New York. Well, the, well, the assumption you know, is. A no, there's a, there's a world. There's a whole world program about oh, this. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. This secret group. I think anyway. it was the yeah. the all powerful bike lobby. That's it. And you can is. now you can buy the yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> 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 okay. Usually yeah. had a membership of two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read a little bit of that New York bike snob. Oh yes. Ah, yeah. there we go. Antics around New York. I don't yeah. think he's too happy with the situation here with motor vehicles as such. Well, no, the no. last year, and we've talked about it a couple of times. The show have just been yeah. stand out horribly bad, mm, mm, you know, exactly. terrible. And I yeah. remember he was a guest on this show oh, once when he yeah. came to Melbourne, and uh, he was astounded when we locked our bikes up out the front because um, I showed him the way to get here, and we came inside, and he he was a bit perturbed at not being required to remove the seat from his bike. (laughs) (laughs) I could well imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, And the wheels as well. (laughs) Well, let's not get diverted. Um, I've got a couple of bike moments. Um, I rode down to the record shop on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Because they'd got me in my (laughs) copy of the new release digitally remastered on a 180-gram vinyl of 19.99, And the vinyl is the same purple as Prince's piano. It is absolutely go. a gorgeous piece of work. Mm. I rode home very quickly. Yeah. 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 And the yeah. other little moment is I haven't seen the Velo policemen around for a while. There were a couple of them on um, riding down uh, Burnley Street and Bridge Road this morning. Nice to see. I've seen them. I've yeah. seen them um, picking up motorists for using their mobile phones. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And they did a great job over the right. Cup four days, the yeah. Melbourne Cup sort of mm. unofficial long weekend, um, nabbing motorists on Sydney Road in particular on their yeah. mobile phones. Yeah. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get onto their SP. Right, yeah. 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 I, I, my one would be, I guess, about a week back, I headed from launching place up to... Um, Ben Cairn Rock, and uh, come across my second only wombat on the bike. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very much like a bear from certain yeah, angles, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And or then, a solid um, rock from other oh, angles. Oh, yeah, quite, quite nice to see them. Um, yeah. And then further up the road, uh, I left the bike and went into the bush to look at the rock itself, and... Uh, Corns of the livebirds up there. Yeah. Quite amazing, you know. Uh-huh. I actually got a photo of a juvenile livebird. I've never seen a juvenile wow. before. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, really pleasant. Of course, no cars. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was on a Tuesday, I think it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't think I've seen mm, a wine mm. bird. No, very pleasant. For yeah, a long time. Yeah, nice, nice. Mm. Mm. What's the news across the nation? Um, well, I don't know about across the nation, but uh, within a very short distance of the CBD, I can tell you that William Street bike lanes have opened. So um, to there's a couple of sections of separated bike lanes on William Street, which for over a decade has been designated as one of the key north-south bike routes through the city, but was just a hodgepodge of paint. Right. Um, and with some really busy... Um, areas where pedestrians were moving from public transport across the bike lane. So hopefully that will all work a bit better. There's still a lot of, um, what do we call it? The stuff on on footpaths. Anyway, there's still a lot of um, clutter on the footpaths. So the bike lanes did seem to be attracting a lot of pedestrians, but hopefully once Uh, people are using them in bigger numbers, that will sort itself out. Um, So keep an eye on that. If you're heading through William Street, if that's your route, I presume you know it already. Yeah, yeah. You would have been able to use them during the week. And also... Also, Faith, if you dressed up as a gorilla... Do you think you'd be safe from a roundabout on a bicycle? <laughs> Very likely. Very likely. Now, I'll, this I'll is this so. is what I'm going to go into, actually. It's not very likely at all. Oh, okay. If anybody remembers the famous experiment about getting people to watch a basketball game, and halfway through the oh, basketball yes. game, a gorilla walks across the court. Yeah. Most people don't see it. Yep. This, I've since learned, has got an official term. It's called inattentional blindness. Okay? Now, there's another been another study on this, and it virtually breaks down to is some people see it in under 1.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. Some people see it after five seconds. The difference between 1.5, people noticing it on 1.5 seconds... And the difference, and the people noticing it on five seconds is a tiny thirteen percent. So it's a it's a toss of the coin. Whether they see you for one and a half seconds, one cat and dog, mm. or for five seconds, they still don't see you. Mm. So obviously, it doesn't matter whether you've got a gorilla suit on. It doesn't matter whether you're wearing on it or something. <clears throat> they can look you right in the eye and look yep. at you for five seconds. But inattentional blindness. And this is where, um, because after living in the Netherlands, you really notice this. It's not about, people don't see what is in front of them. They see what they're trained to look for. So if you're in an environment with a lot of cyclists, drivers are trained by that environment. I could see that. And um, the thing that illustrated it to me particularly was, so my husband having spent, the first 30-some-five years of his life in the Netherlands. Um, And so driving around Melbourne would always notice the one cyclist and always look even where there would never be one. And he'd been living here maybe five years and went to turn left off Gertrude into Napier and almost took out two cyclists who we had only just passed Passed. at the lights. They had been next to us. And he was horrified and couldn't understand how he'd done it. Yeah. And it really mm-hmm. illustrated that 
after a certain time, your environment has trained your brain to look no. for certain things and not for others. No. It's, yeah. And, of course, the other finding is the more you drive the same route, mm. the less attention you pay. Yeah. yeah. So the things that come out, you don't even see them at mm. all. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, we're all looking forward to a happy Christmas. A happy, <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's not far off, isn't it? Oh, sorry, I'll refrain that. A happy solstice days and yes. riding. And one more piece of news. Um, the Maribyrnong... Transport strategy is up for responses now, and Bike West have taken a really detailed look at the draft bicycle strategic plan and um, provided their feedback, but also compiled it and put it down on paper so you can have a look at it and assess that and the strategy and then provide some feedback. They're not very happy with it, they've um, described it. Uh, um, as very disappointing, underwhelming, um, as it showcases the city's expectations for cycling over the next 10 years. Um, one of the major points they make is that indicated in the plan are many additional painted lanes for cyclists. And so if you compare this to, say, the City of Melbourne, whose recent guidelines released indicate that the gold standard for cycle lanes is separated yeah. in the City of Melbourne now. Yeah. So um, I'll put a link up to it because there's... Far, it's really detailed and there's far more than we can go through here. And anyone can respond who not only lives in Maribyrnong but rides, rides through, through it, it. and uh, needs to be able to use those resources. And um, so you can take a look at those and then there's also a link for the survey response um, that you can feed back on the draft bicycle strategy. There we go. Make sure you have a look at that. It's going to become a big cycling corridor. Um, Maribyrnong, if you think of Mooney Ponds Creek and everything starting from up there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you live over that way, it's a huge area um, and you want to be able to get to local. One of the points they make is that the draft bicycle strategy features um, images of children on their bicycles and yet the lanes they're proposing are all painted lanes on roads. On roads. We'll be back after this short break. Get on that bicycle and ride Neat the sunny skies over along the ocean side 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. To find out more, Google Vacro or drop in to the underground car park Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. Yeah, get on that bicycle and ride. And you're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show. As uh, Val mentioned earlier in the show, our studio guest today is Phil. And uh, Phil's, uh, I discovered Phil online. He has an amazing blog detailing a lot of rides uh, around Victoria, primarily on dirt and back roads and uh, is using an electric mountain bike to do those rides. Um, maybe we can start off, Phil, with um, you telling us how you got an electric bike and why. Yeah, right. Well, I spent four years um, with a local cycling group, all a bunch of good guys and girls, and uh, I got a little tired of the... Um, same old trails, you know, you know, every bend and every crack in the pavement. So uh, I thought, oh, I might head out of the country. 
But I soon found that the bike I had was not really suitable for country riding, you know, corrugated roads, gravel. What sort that. of bike was it? Uh, oh, just an ordinary hybrid yeah, city bike, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah so um, I thought, oh, I'll check out these electric mountain bikes. That was about three and a bit years ago, and uh, not a lot of choice back then. Um, but I ended up buying a Trek with a Bosch Performance Line CX motor, which at that stage was the top-of-the-line Bosch, um, with the larger 500-watt battery. So I started mapping out all these rides on Garmin Basecamp, which I then transferred those files into my uh, cycle GPS yeah. unit. And uh, I'd maybe take a train out to the start of the ride and ride back home or train out right across to a different station on the gravel road and then take the train home. And, um, yeah, so I've done, like, uh, up the King Lake, um, Bunyip State Forest, the Dandenongs, um, Wombat State Forest, among other places. Yeah, yeah. Generally all back roads, fire trails. Um, yeah, but testing in parts. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> you know, it looks all right looking at some of these roads on the map, yeah. but when you get up them, yeah. some of them are pretty steep. But you couldn't do it without a motor, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I found the range I was doing um, on one battery wasn't sufficient, so I ended up buying a second battery. So what were you getting from that one battery? Well, up in the hills, say, the King Lake areas and Dandenong, I might get around 50k yeah. out of a yeah. single battery. So... Um, yeah, a couple of times I was pushed to get home. Uh, had to push the bike yep. or ride the bike without a battery on a couple of occasions. And that can be hard work. It can be. It can, <laughs> yeah. Well, they weigh about 22 kg. Yeah. 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 Training you know. So it's a fair bit. It's a fair bit. And um, so the second battery uh, gave me greater range without um, too, being too concerned about getting home again. But the longest ride I've done is probably about 144k on one day. That was from uh, Ballarat home. Yep. Um, mind you, if you look on the map or even the profile, it's a slightly downhill ride all the way anyhow, yeah. very yeah. gradually. So there's no real climbing as such on that one. Um, yeah, that's a good ride. Yeah. Very nice. But if anyone ever does that, the ride from Ballarat to Bacchus Marsh is probably the best part of it. From there on, it's pretty boring stuff. Nah. Yeah, not much fun. Where's the road from Ballarat to Bacchus Marsh that you'd, you didn't ride? Oh, the back roads. Um, going through, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it now, uh, to, to the anyway. west side west of the is, freeway yeah. is, is the route I took. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, And you share all your routes online. I mean, that's how I yeah, found yeah, you. Yeah, I was looking they're all, for... They're all there, the ones. That, so they're all actually ridden as well. You know, I yeah. don't put anything up there that I haven't, I haven't actually done myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and on the blog, I comment as to... A little bit about the ride itself, and uh, hopefully people will take it up and use those rides because they're all pretty good generally. Yeah, great scenery. Um, there's lots of photos, and there's some yeah, really good yeah, descriptions. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah, found yeah. it very. One useful. of the better rides I've done was probably um, from Hurstbridge up the uh, Mount Everard track, then back down the old Warburton Road, then back up the uh, Jerusalem track, and then back down Mount Slide. Back up Breakneck Road, <laughs> <laughs> around the reservoir and back to Hurstbridge. Oh, very challenging, but very yeah. good. Very yeah. nice ride. Uh, yeah. And the other good one is um, down the uh, coast road from Torquay, riding from Warren Ponds, Torquay, follow the coast road out to Aries Inlet, and yeah. then from there head inland and back to Warren Ponds again. 
Uh, oh, that's yeah. quite, a, quite a good ride to do, yeah. that one. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. But those are all two battery rides. You yeah. Would, you wouldn't yeah. have one, one battery. And how do you carry your gear on the bike? Do you use panniers or bike no, packing No, bags I carry or? a backpack. Yep, backpack. okay. Yeah, with all, I've got a huge toolkit in there. <laughs> <laughs> because I always ride solo. Yeah, for those rides. So I've got everything I think I need. <laughs> got the bike breaks. And... <laughs> no. Oh yeah, you, you know, spare tubes and chain links and no. flyers and spanners and food, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you're obviously a bit of a bird watcher as well, Phil. Uh, no, not really. Not really. No, we get them around home now and again. Yeah. Um, Laura keeps and magpies oh, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But no, I don't go out there to look for wildlife as such. No. No. But you do stumble across, across those, those sort yeah. of things, yeah, and take, take notice. Um, I ended up buying myself a decent camera because I found the phone camera wasn't sufficiently good enough. Yeah. A good camera with a good zoom lens on it, you know, you can zoom in on some of the stuff, yeah. even scenery, and pick it up, and it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I did one around under the um, new Chandler Bridge Oh, I yeah. there the other day and just yeah. have a bit of a nosy around there too. Yeah. Quite interesting to see. So do you still do your your rides with that bunch you... Yeah, on Mondays we go yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that, they have reduced quite a bit now. There's uh-huh. only about five of us. It used to be about 19, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a lot of them have fallen by the wayside yeah. over the time. Yeah. And do you um, prefer to do your longer rides by yourself or is it just that you haven't found the right person to do them with? Uh, by myself, solo. I like it solo because yeah. I can do it at my pace, yeah. how I want yeah. to do it. Um, not responsible with somebody else, but also you see if someone else has got it, a couple of them have got access to electric bikes, but the thing is um, everyone's got a different range with their batteries. Yeah. No. Yep. Some will use more power, more battery yep. power and others less. So you're not really tied to somebody. If yep. they run out of battery, um, you're stuck, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 So there's all those sort of things that come into play. Yeah. Mm. And one mm. of the lovely things about riding bikes is you can go alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 That is a, that's right. It's a lovely, you know, you're yep. self-sufficient. Yep. You're, and a lot mm. of times it's you want to be by exactly. yourself. Yeah. And there's... Yeah. Um, there is going on from that. There is that headspace you fall into when you've got a nice long period to ride mm-hmm. by yourself. Mm-hmm. Is that what draws you to it, or is it the exploration? No, it's the exploration. Yeah, finding these new places yeah. to go to. I find it quite a buzz. Really. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It, it's quite quite good being out there. Um, I've only come off the bike twice out in the bush, both on a gradient, which I couldn't. Managed to get up, and I was a bit tired towards the end yep. of the rides, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's an eye opener, thinking, oh, you know, I should be a bit more careful. Yeah. Because uh, come off, break something. Um, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always I always carry um, two phones. Yep. Yep. So if I break one coming off the bike, I've got another one. Uh-huh. Not that you always get reception anyhow. No. On the, with a phone, but uh, yeah, so. I, I got all the backup I think I need. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, have you come across someone else out there that you were surprised to see, or uh, not on bikes? I've no. come across once a jugger running out in the bush. I don't know where he's running to, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> or from. But yeah, yeah. Um, but no, very few people. Yeah. 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 Because always midweek, you see. Yeah, no. yeah. I think for a weekend it'd be more more people. More people. Out there. Yeah, yeah. But you get the luxury yeah, of enjoying yeah, it yeah. when it's uh, quiet. Yeah, but I did one ride from um, 
I planned it to go from Swan Hill to home, but uh, I planned it that it had to be seven days of fine weather and Sunday to Saturday. So that was a pretty hard call. Why that was, I didn't want to book any motels. It was yep. just an off-the-cuff, right, the weather's good, I'll go. Then I looked at the um, railway timetable <laughs> on the perfect week yeah, and the trains weren't running oh. replaced by buses. <laughs> so my wife said to me, "Why don't you ride from Melbourne to Swan Hill?" And that's what I did, uh-huh. and it worked okay. out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So that was over six days. Yeah, no book. The only motel I booked was at Swan Hill, being yep. Saturday. I thought I'd book there because you don't know a weekend yep. when you get fill up. Yeah. yeah, but no good ride. But I did have a bearing fail on the rear wheel out of Rochester, oh. about twenty-five k out. Went back to Rochester and the joke on the sports shop was pretty helpful. He couldn't fix it. He never had a bearing. He directed me a guy in the Chuka. Well, I wasn't going to a Chuka, but I had to go to a <laughs> Chuka. And the wheel had a real huge wobble in it by the time I got there. He had one bearing. suited the rear wheel. Last one. So I was lucky. So I was lucky. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was all good. Good trip to do. Yeah. But I did intend to do the um, river trail. Following the Murray down, because uh. they had the environmental watering, uh-huh. no. so I had to deviate in lane and do the gravel roads there. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. But it was good fun. How the trains been? You haven't had uh, much trouble. Good, getting no, on yeah. V line trains—they've been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't complain about that. No, mm. you hear a mixture of you know. Obviously, there are some very popular lines that you're not going to get on. Every oh time. yeah. Well, if I'm using them, it's usually pretty early in the morning, morning too. Or and midweek mid-week. too. Yeah. I think it's on the weekends where everyone's coming back from Wangaratta or Woodend at yep. the same time yep. that exactly you can mm, get mm, caught. Mm. Favorite ride? Do you ever go back and do them twice? Not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Similar areas, similar roads, but not a, not the same. Yep. Not the same ride. I tried to differ them up a little bit. Yeah. And your favourite ride so far? Favourite ride? Um, that'd be the one I mentioned, I think, the um, up around Hurstbridge and yep. King Lake. But a big close second would be the uh, Torquay Aries Inlet. Okay. And inland ride because of the scenery out there yep. on that walking yeah. path was just phenomenal on a good day. Really yep. good. Yeah. That's plenty in Victoria to see. Oh, there is. And uh, when you see it from a bicycle, you see the geography as well, or Mm. you feel Mm. the geography, and I think it makes you look around Mm. and become part of it. It does, it does. And you you have a a quote, I think, that sort of captures that on your blog uh, from George Eliot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Adventure is not outside the man, it is within. Mm, mm, that's right, yes. <laughs> we were yeah. talking about that the other day. Nobody reads Middlemarch anymore. Mm, said, mm. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming in, oh, no, Phil. Thanks for having me in. It's been no, no. quite enjoyable and your experience for me being on radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Become a powerful vehicle nowadays. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, listeners want to check out your rides, because there, there is a wealth of information, um, but you know, and I'm sure there'll be some new ones too. The web address is emtbcyclingvic.wordpress.com. Correct. Yes. And we'll put a link up mm-hmm. with the podcast so people can find that because okay. it's well worth taking yeah, a look at. Yeah. It's a really good resource mm-hmm. and just fun to while away a few hours when you 
daydreaming about what you might get time to do one day. Yeah, and give you an insight into paths that maybe you haven't gone on before. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, just very quickly, I'll just mention um, events coming up over the summer. Just in case, you know, maybe you or your kids get a uh, new bike for Christmas and you're looking for some local rides to start off with. Neighbourly Rides, will Carlton and Brunswick will be continuing their ride, series of friendly local rides throughout uh, December and January from the 29th of December, the 5th of January and then on to the 19th of January. So look those up and um, book yourselves in. That's all we have time for today. 3CR relies on the support of its listeners to stay on the air and if you'd like to donate or make a subscription, you can do so at 3cr.org.au. Coming up next is she well, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been. And we know what we're knowing, but we can't say what we've seen. And we're not little children, and we know what we want and the future. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast. Produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.